0: Welcome back, everybody. I'm delighted to be back after a wee short break there of the Activist Lawyer Podcast. So great to be here in our lovely studio, Granite Podcast Studio in the Granite Exchange Building in Newry City. So by way of introduction, I'm Sarah Henry. I am and have been your Activist Lawyer Podcast host. Our podcast and website is a platform for lawyers to share their experience and their insights into their work in public interest law, human rights and criminal justice. We are delighted, I have to say, with the feedback we've received so far for the podcast. But I will say, if you enjoy listening, please share and please review as much as possible. It'll be really helpful to us to get our message out. And of course to attract more listeners and more guests as well. So last season, just a wee recap and then we'll talk about what's ahead. Last season we brought you some fantastic guests um, including Kevin Winters. Now Kevin Winters from KRW Law, that was a very, very popular um, episode. And Kevin, he discussed so many things but um, he spoke a lot about his work on legacy issues that are particular to Northern Ireland and this jurisdiction but he also really echoed some of the themes that this podcast was initially set up to address. So primarily public attacks on lawyers by the media, activist lawyer. And shockingly, the government's support of this and their direct um, messaging that brought really has brought the concept of legal activism to the fore. Um, but rather, of course, than deter, I suppose, practitioners from their work, this platform seeks to explore how lawyers whether they're solicitors, barristers, advocates and so forth, have reclaimed the term activist, lawyer, the name of our show. And this demonstrates how the government and the media and others will not marginalise lawyers and target them for simply doing their job. So despite this effort to target them, We're very pleased to have guests who are proud to work under this term activist lawyer, although many of them would never have considered themselves as such. But, um, you know, they're here to do a job and support their clients, many of whom are very, very vulnerable. And need legal representation. So as these attacks mount, as we know, on asylum seekers and refugees, um, I'm particularly probably discussing the UK in this context, but we've seen it spread across Europe um, and, and internationally as well, I will say. But immigration lawyers are particularly targeted. I'm thinking here in particular to a guest we had on, hopefully you heard his episode, Kez Siddiqui. Kez is a solicitor from London and he joined us to discuss his career, his entry into law like all of our guests do. And also his cases involving the removal of refugees on flights to Rwanda. And Kez, um, since that recording and during that recording, continues to receive really awful threats and abuse online a lot of racist abuse primarily just for doing his job basically so we discuss how this is fundamentally dangerous on so many levels and is a direct threat to the rule of law and the administration of justice and incredibly this anti-immigration rhetoric continues to be espoused by government officials again referring to the UK in particular here Um, but it's not isolated just to the UK, who've done, you know, they've done very little to defend the work of legal representatives, many of whom operate under the legal aid system, you know, which, again, has its own problems that we have discussed um, on occasion before. But we have had um, organisations like the various law societies come out and condemn this threat and and these attacks, but really, you know, they continue, and we haven't really seen anything, you know, um, in defence of of this type of behaviour, we're still talking about it. And I mean, if we go back to our first episode back in 2020, when we spoke about how impactful this negative and degrading language is and how it can hurt those in the legal profession. You know, we referred to the term activist lawyer and its use in a derogatory way. Lefty lawyers, facut lawyers, all of that. Do-gooders was another thing um, that was used. I think Pretty Patel was the main champion of those expressions back then. But it continues, but we can see how more and more lawyers are embracing, you know, this language and continuing, you know, they're proud to represent their clients and have many of them have used the term activist lawyer as their their hashtag handle, which just shows um, how, you know, they refuse to be um, degraded like this and um, targeted as well. So this series coming up will explore these themes in more depth, perhaps, and we really do have some exciting guests on to share their work. And their experience of how this language has impacted them. So I'll be keen to hear about that and how, in practice, this has really had an effect on some of our guests Um so again, we're really proud to have this platform for lawyers to address these issues and to own their own space here. And, and, you know, a lot of them do come on. They talk about the challenges that they face. But aside from this, they encourage people to get into public law or human rights law, you know, don't be put off by it. Um, despite these attempts um, to, you know, downgrade people working within these areas and doing a very, very important job for all of us, you know, not just for their clients, but fundamentally for society at large. So aside from this kind of thematic exploration, we'll also be looking at at specific themes and areas of work and it's important for us to include a range of guests I think so last season for example we were delighted to be joined by UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights Defenders, Mary Lawler. And Miri was, was fantastic and she took us through her career and showed how people, she demonstrated how people can work within the law and become activists and champion a cause without necessarily practicing as a solicitor or a barrister. And we do have that quite a lot. Lots of students are interested in this podcast and are maybe a little bit confused as to how, you know, what route to go down. So our guests provide them with fantastic insights into, you know, their background and and what worked for them. So lots of good tips and advice there. And we're delighted that we'll have some returning guests who will update us on their work. Maybe they've changed into a new role now, which is very exciting but they're pleased to come back and share their, their work and support lawyers within um, you know, this sector as well. And we hope to continue with our work to promote some campaigns um, that lawyers, solicitors, barristers have commenced. Um, you'll remember barrister, Dublin-based barrister Darren Lawler. He was on a few months back and highlighted his Celebration of Failure campaign, which is still ongoing, by the way, and addresses the extraordinarily low rates of pay For District Court Criminal Lawyers in Ireland. Um, So that's still ongoing and we'll love to touch base with Darren to see how he's getting on. But there's been huge exposure around that, so well done him and his colleagues for highlighting that um, matter. We also had Adele Finn works in commercial law but she came on to discuss her work which is supported by her colleagues in raising funds for books for Ukraine children who are living in Ireland and again Adele's work continues and has really gained momentum so we keep in touch with our guests and we love to see that they're doing really well um, with their work and I think one of my favourite episodes um, of last season was India Fahim, who is a solicitor with BCLP in London and she also on the side, but I suppose with the support of her, her, um, her firm, Advocates for Integrated Education in Northern Ireland. So that was a really interesting episode. And it shows how one can use legal activism either through their work or alongside it, um, you know, to to progress matters and to get involved and feel like they're participating. You know, it used to be, well, if you work in, I suppose, commercial law, that's where you're stuck. But people also have other interests. And it's great to see how our guests can share, you know, how they've got involved in things alongside their work or kind of interwoven it through, um, you know, their day-to-day job, which is fantastic. So it's important to show how one can use legal activism, um, you know, to to progress matters and really to get some experience themselves as well. Uh, For this reason, we will have the PILS project on again and I'm so excited to have them back on their own previously and they'll highlight the importance of strategic litigation how their organization has grown as well, but also how pro bono work is an excellent way to support public law matters and to advance cases that may seem like quite small, quite trivial matters, but in fact can result in really impactful decisions that can impact society at large. So we'll have Maria and Hilary kicking off the season with that um, uh, coming up for you shortly, and that's a really great episode. So we also have been working behind the scenes, slightly updating the look of the Activist Lawyer platform. So we're happy for you to share ideas. And we did have, we really thank people have sent in some ideas and asked a few questions and gave us really good feedback. And of course, we will say if anybody has any written pieces that you would like us to share on our blog, let us know. We really want to work on that and concentrate on that going forward. So you might be a law student or a graduate or indeed a practitioner passionate about a particular subject in human rights, in criminal justice or some you know something that you're working on a particular case and you'd like to share your opinion on that matter or on activism and the law in general on being perhaps a proud activist lawyer so we'd welcome you to submit written pieces um, to us for publication. You can send them to info at activistlawyer.com. Um, so, yes, delighted to receive feedback as well from third level institutes across the UK and Ireland, but also internationally. Um, so there have been lecturers and students there who are interested in the themes that we discuss, not always in um, the law schools or the law departments, but across um, the university or college structure, which is really, really interesting to us to see that. And, you know, they've recognised that this is a unique platform that we hold for lawyers who face challenges and can share their story very often. I mean, when lawyers do go to the media and do speak about their work it's their work in general and a particular case which of course is the you know that's their job and that's what they're there to do to support clients um, and to share awareness of matters if that's appropriate but we never really hear how they're getting on and what life is like for them and how they overcome challenges that they face and very often some of our guests that we have on and that we will have we will have coming on have faced real real trauma you know within the workplace and um it's great to have them share you know that real kind of in-depth experience as to how how they get on with their work and how it impacts them on a, on a very personal level but all all of you know the guests that we've had on are so committed you know to their work and are really encouraging um, of people to, you know, get involved and to contact them for more information, etc, etc. So we're delighted to continue that line of work. So I am so glad that you can join us again. And we look forward to our next series of recordings starting next week. Thank you.